I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sitcom My Face. Oh, what's up, you spooky bitch? <laughs> um, I'm Nick Franco, and uh, you I'm are. Jay Bidwell. Woohoo! How you doing, JJ? How you doing, you creepy fuck? Ah, the creepy fucks. I, I remember they, they, they were a good <laughs> band, weren't they? Do the creep. Ah, do the creep. <laughs> I don't know about you, my friend, but this is my favorite time of the fucking year. Same here. It, it It's in my favorite season. It's my favorite holiday. It's just the favorite time. When you're a fat guy, you sweat way too much. So when the fall comes around and that nice crisp air yep. gets under your flabby man tits, it's like perfect, right? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and, and all you have to do is wear like a, a light jacket because, you know, hey, you don't need, you, you don't need the heavy jacket. You, you got that extra padding. Oh, my God. I fucking love Halloween. And I'm in Michigan, so we're just now... All the leaves are pretty. The air is crisp. We just had a big fall fest. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. I've been watching my horror movies. You've been watching your horror films. You know what? I I didn't uh, start doing yet. I'm like like late, so I'm I'm gonna have to actually uh, start up a- after we're uh, finished. Uh, anyone who knows me knows one of my favorite horror franchises is old Mikey, Mikey Myers Halloween baby. Woo woo. Oh, you're you're not talking about Austin Powers? Okay. Not Mike Myers, not, not, not that motherfucker. He probably has a higher body count, though. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, I just got these bad boys in the mail today, and I'm excited to check. The- we were talking about, we mentioned Scream Factory that put out the Norm Show last episode. Right. Or Shout Factory. This is under their Shout Scream Factory, label. Yeah. They do the horror li- horror movies under their Scream Factory label. Sweet. So Halloween 1 through 5 are now on 4K. The first one was, but wow. the other four were not. So Ah, this, okay. These will be uh, getting some much, so a lot of love the next couple of days here. Now, do, do they have the, uh, you know, like, after uh, 5 yet on uh, 4K? Or the, not that's on 4K. The work still? They are on Blu-ray. There's a nice Blu-ray set that's expensive as shit and out of print. Ah. Uh, much more out of print and more expensive even than the Norm show we talked about really it's like hundreds what? hundreds of dollars i was gonna Halloween. say that 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 norm show box set yeah. remember that that was going for like like 700 there so well the halloween franchise is owned by several different studios so they had to oh. come together to make this beautiful box set which is why it's even more hard to find now oh, uh, damn. but i wanted to right up front just do a quick talk about halloween kills the new film that just came out this last weekend and apparently destroyed the box office. Finally, something came out. <laughs> it killed. <laughs> that got people in the fucking theaters, which has not been happening much. Right. No, no, that's <laughs> totally true. I just thought it was mind-blowing that a movie that premiered on streaming as well as in theaters did so well in theaters. Well, you know what? The the, the big test is going to be actually, I think, week two. Because yeah, opening, opening weekend... There have been a couple, like, I think um, earlier this year, uh, what the hell is it, uh, Black Widow, the first mm-hmm. weekend did well, but because it was already on streaming, it, it had a higher drop. 
Well, this, these are, I don't know. I think because yeah. of the seasonality and just, you know, people are dying to get into the uh, theater again. Get it? Dying. Okay. Um, uh, but I, I think you're going to have more of a staying power on the Halloween kills. Well, and this is Blumhouse, too. So their whole thing is make movies cheap. Mm-hmm. The last Halloween only cost $10 million, and it, I think they made over $300 million in their Damn. theatrical run. That's a, which, that's a nice return on investment. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't suspect this one costs too much more than that. There are mm. a lot more extras, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, I can't imagine it costs too much more than that. I know Jamie Lee Curtis basically works for charity these days, which is cool. But I saw it. We watched it on Peacock thursday night and then the next day one of my co-workers called me and he goes hey we're going to the theater you want to go see it in the theater i said fuck yeah i do so then we Sweet. went and saw it at the theater i really liked it uh there's about 15 percent of this movie i can do without okay this is david gordon green directing again and danny mcbride is one of the writers and i uh, think of, uh, uh eastbound and down yes and they're okay. like they <laughs> they like their comedy and this yeah. one this one, they were much more subtle with that, which I really ah, appreciated. The last okay. one, the last one, they tried to cram way too much fucking comedy in there for me, and it made me real upset. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. This one, the characters that are funny, they're more real life funny, which I really like. So, Got it. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, th- th- there's a real fine balance you got to do when you're combining comedy and horror. Certain franchises are more apt for it, like, say, like, the Evil Dead franchise. Yes. Um, yeah, like, you know, to an extent, of course, also, like, I, I think the Scream, you know, like, you, you get some uh, uh, good funny the moments in the there. Nudge, yeah. The uh, inside I, I, I jokes, the say, meta jokes. Yeah, the, the, the whole meta works so well in uh, Scream. But other franchises, yeah, you, you got to be a little more careful with uh, how much humor you inject. And if you want just, like, a... a, 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 a a parody of uh, the the slasher films. There was a great movie back in the eighties, I believe, called uh, Student Bodies. I don't know if you ever saw that one. I know I've seen the cover art. <laughs> oh, there we go. Back in the back in the VHS store or something. But oh yeah, no, no, it, it was great. It, it's a real parody of the uh, slasher films, and uh, I I think like at the beginning, it's like you know how like the the setting for most slasher films they'll they'll show a house or whatever it's you know Halloween night or whatever and it'll be like it's like you know Halloween you know like in in, in letters or it's like Friday the 13th or so it's like it, yeah yeah the, the 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 one that they bring up it's like Jamie Lee Curtis's birthday <laughs> <laughs> this this movie i don't know fans are very divided on it which is interesting mm. because I think they the the one thing they did right in the last movie too is Michael Myers. Michael Michael he's the driving force. Right. He's evil. He's a fucking force of nature, and he fucks people up. Right. He does that tenfold in this movie. He fucks everybody up. Oh, there boy. are there are surprise deaths. I think that if you watch it, you're going to be surprised by some of the characters they are willing to get rid of. Ooh. But every it's almost like everything without him drags a little bit because he is so fucking. Uh, He's so kinetically charged. The moment he's on screen, he's just... And it's not a spoiler, because it's in the fucking trailer. Mm. Half of the trailer is him with them firefighters, just fucking firefighters up. And that, that energy just stays, and it's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Now, that said, when when you get to this... There's a subplot that I won't spoil, but uh, 
this character from the last film comes in and takes up about 20 minutes of your time in the hospital scenes and it's real fucking boring and doesn't feel like it fits but other okay, than that so, i so, really so, enjoyed so it so that so that's the part you'd say uh, cut away some of that yeah mm-hmm. yeah in the trailer you see a lot of them in the hospital and a lot mm-hmm. of the hospital stuff it's a great idea but it's, too much it, dra- of it. it drags it drags okay for a, for a slasher movie that's an hour 45 minutes, we can cut some meat off that bone, you know? Right. I was going to say, yeah, hour 45 minutes, you cut, you cut those 15 minutes out, you got a nice, uh, lean, mean uh, hour and a half. But as a, a diehard Halloween fan who didn't love the last four fucking movies, the last one had good moments, but I didn't really love the movie. Okay. This one was fun. At least it was fun. I'll give them that. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, check that one out. Yeah, I've, I've, and it seems of, like a lot of people have because it did very fucking well. So that's good. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we're gonna get our final Halloween ends supposedly next year. But I know the Ooh. a lot of the production teams are going on strike, right? So who fucking knows? Yeah, I, I was gonna say, did did that actually start happening yet, or is it I still think it's got, scheduled in the negotiations? To. I think it's scheduled to go. Okay. Yeah, th- that's the uh, what is it? I S S I A S T. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but. I'm, Ho- I, wa- I want to know next, next week or next episode when you see it, I want to know your thoughts on it. And we could talk spoilers then. Sweet. But uh, Halloween, bro. Halloween, the season. The holiday. The, the, the season of the, the witch. Fucking- oh, wait, no. That's a, that, that was a different Halloween. <laughs> that's a, I got it. 4K right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Halloween, dude, as a kid. 12 more How- days to Halloween, <laughs> silver shamrock. <laughs> uh, shut it off. <laughs> As a kid, bro, Halloween, like, was there anything better than dressing up as some fucking stupid character and walking the streets of your neighborhood in the cool, crisp air and oh, getting no, free that's... candy from strangers who didn't want to diddle your butthole? <laughs> as opposed to the rest of the year where you had to really earn that candy? <laughs> no, no, the, the, uh, Halloween was was the best, and... I, I remember now again. You're, you're young to remember uh, this. I, I, I'm guessing by the time you were a kid, they had bought better Halloween outfits. You've seen some of the old classic Halloween outfits, the Ben Cooper outfits, the ones that, that look like have. paper plates were just cut into masks. Yeah, well, not, not necessarily paper plates. It was like kind of like it was a uh, it was a, a, a plastic that would also like you know. It, you know, break, cut your face a little bit with with yeah. a with a rubber band that would also snap and hurt you. No, I I had even cheaper grandparents who I he my grandpa would just put me in his coat every year and go, now you're a hobo. Put some dirt on your face. You're a hobo. Every oh fucking god, year, I, hobo. I I remember that one. It, <laughs> and if you if you didn't want to put dirt, you could always like gra- grab a lump of charcoal and yeah. Yep. Yep. I was a fucking hobo so many goddamn years in a row as a kid. Grandpa, do I, can I get a real, I want to be a Ninja Turtle. You're a fucking hobo. Deal with it. You're a hobo you're, Ninja Turtle. You're there. a homeless Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Remember that scene in the movie where he wears a trench coat? That's you. <laughs> <laughs> just tell, just say cowabunga, you got it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fun though. And I remember one year I wanted to go as a mummy and my dad I just happened to be at my father's that weekend. Mm-hmm. Great, great weekend for this. My my dad goes, well, fuck that. We're not buying him like bandages. That's expensive. Let's wrap his ass in toilet paper. Oh, there we go. 
And uh, I don't not, know if not you know too this. flammable. I don't know <laughs> if you know this about uh, Halloween, but it fucking rains every goddamn. Day. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk out there. I made it probably two blocks. It's fucking raining, and my toilet paper turns into a body cast. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Hey, it's a paper mache JJ. They're like, oh, look, he's a fucking trauma victim of some sort. Like, I'm a mummy. Now, you see, you did. Now, nowadays, you don't have to uh, do the bandages or uh, go, go, go the toilet paper route. Just go to CVS, buy, buy some candy or whatever, and those freaking receipts that they give you. Yeah. Back in my day, it would have been the Circuit City receipt. Oh God, yeah, I remember those. You too. buy one DVD at Circuit City, and they're fucking eight feet long. You're like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> how many programs are you offering me right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess uh, CVS carries on the legacy. <laughs> God, yeah. What was well, your? Well, do you have any memorable costumes from when you were a kid? Okay, the uh, what? One of the ones when I was like really young that I um, that I enjoyed was that you know wasn't a Ben Cooper uh, costume was. Uh, I was actually a New York Yankee because you could actually go to the sports store and get like the pinstripe uniform thing. And it's like, oh, crap, I, I can actually look like one of the actual baseball players. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I dressed up like uh, like one of the old uh, Yankees back in the day. Did you have the Seinfeld issue? Was it, issue was it too hot? You had to switch to <laughs> cotton or whatever the fuck? You know, you, you, you want it to breathe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Deep cuts, kids. Deep cuts. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that eventually. <laughs> yeah. I remember one year I wanted to go as a witch, and my dad was so pissed. I put on the fucking black robe and the pointy black hat, painted my face green with a big wart nose, and my dad was like, "He's gonna be a little homo." <laughs> there was oh, like God. back back in those days, you know. I'm like, I just I just want to be a witch. <laughs> Leave me alone. Jeez. He's like, you sure you don't want to be a warlock? No, I want to be a witch. <laughs> and now you, you could be a twitch um <laughs> wasn't that a disney disney movie with the the uh the uh, twins twitches oh no i, I didn't even realize that <laughs> jeez I, the twin I'm just witches, thinking the platform we're streaming on <laughs> wait we're on twitch right now <gasps> hi mom <laughs> i remember don't tell the authorities but Uh-oh. there was a time when I was 16 years old, I worked at this place that I won't say the name of because, you know, <laughs> stories. Um, and they used to do drinker treating. Oh. And I was always 6'3", my friend, always. So oh, if I put a mask on, they couldn't tell me from the other adults. So I would just put on, with me and my friends, we'd go out there and they'd be giving us jello shots door to door. Sweet. Oh, man. What a magical time. <laughs> It's the most wonderful time. Do I remember what costume I was wearing? No, I was fucked up. (laughs) I don't. But it was wonderful. And you know what makes me sad is how early kids go now. Yeah. Yeah, Am I wrong or did we go late as shit back in the day? To give out the candy. (laughs) We used to go so, it was like dark when we were trick-or-treating. Yeah. No, I, I, I remember those days. And now it's like noon. You're like, you can trick or treat noon to two. You're like, what? <laughs> Although this year, you know, like, it, it makes a little more sense because it's on a Sunday. But are they actually trick or treating on Sunday this year, or are they doing it like Saturdays? No, I, I I would think it's the actual Sunday. Uh, they 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 didn't pass that law where they wanted to change Halloween's uh, date oh, or whatever. God. Like the last su- su- Saturday of uh, October. It's like no, 
It's the 31st. There's an actual, like, history to Halloween. Not not just the Halloween, uh, the, you know, celebration, the dress-up and that. You know, the, the thing that the Scots and them brought over to this country. It's like, no, it was October 31st. <laughs> On our old my old podcast, we did a whole episode about the history of Halloween and Ooh. shit. If I remember any of it now, but you know what? Maybe I'll re-release that one pretty soon and re uh, revisit it because it was. Oh, sweet! I mean, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, cool. It'll, I watched a very sweet. Uh, of course, History Channel always has really cool documentaries about. I they had a his, the history of Halloween and we dove into that a little bit. Fascinating shit and uh, really fucked up. Really fucked up. <laughs> I, I I have to ask you now also. Be, be, being from you know you're you're from Michigan I'm from North Jersey yeah we we have a weird thing around here where depending on what town you're in it seems and what part of the state what do you call the night before Halloween Devil's Night okay you're Devil's Night around here okay it's been called Mischief Night Goosey Night Cabbage Night and uh, I do think- they throw cabbage is that why <laughs> There, there, there is an actual like history to that about throwing cabbage. Yeah, like a, a thing that goes back to well, like 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 when a uh, man would come, you know, like uh, courting a woman and whatever. It had to do something with the cabbage. I'm like, okay, okay because we're we're old around here, you know, like the uh, you know the, the, this part of the United States. <laughs> Last Devil's Night, we were actually on the film set shooting that horror film, so. Oh, uh, I guess a lot of I I luckily had that night off, but um, everyone who was still on set they they kept saying a lot of shit was going wrong, and they were like, ah, fucking Devil's Night. Oh, they were blaming everything on Devil's Night. There we go. You see, it's like when around all here, the poltergeist d- d- Devil's issues. Night means like the hockey team's playing. So, um. <laughs> true. Well, <laughs> or, or, or the Jersey Devil is out. Think know, about someone, think about so. what Red Wings Night means here. That could mean a few different things. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Get my Red Wings night away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I gotta uh, ask. I, I know you're not a, uh, necessarily a sports guy, but what what is it with throwing the squids on the uh, ice there? Is that a Red Wings thing? I thought I thought it was. Oh, I have no, I have no idea about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I want to go to a Red Wings game. I just never have. Ah, I feel like hockey would be way more fun in person. I just don't care to watch. It, it is. Yeah, you know, that is one of the sports that. Truly, it's like in in person, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more you know, like you know, energy than you know, watching it on TV. Yeah, I've I've been to a few games like uh, De- Devils. I've been to a Rangers game, but I I've not been to a uh, Red Wings game. Are you going out for Halloween this year? You know, what? I mean, so prob- far- most people are going to go out on on Saturday night. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, a, a lot of people are, but I so far no plans yet. But uh, you know, to be seen. Are you, is your wife like a go out to the bar type or no? Uh, we we used to like doing that, but you know, n- nowadays it's you know kind of. Yeah, we're all old now. I used to be always at the uh, jungle juice party. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up, you're still wearing your mask. It's half fucking full of vomit. <laughs> Must have been a good party. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like uh, yeah, the first uh, Halloween that we went out. Uh, we went out. My uh, f- friend's uh, band was playing. It's like we had to do s- some makeshift costumes really quick. So, like for for my wife, like I had some like like uh, you know kind of kind of like a like a t shirt with like the American flag and some you know, like 
I, I think we put some like uh, face paints on, like red, white, and blue face paint on her or whatever. And on me, I dressed up in my karate gi, but like I gave myself the black eye and like some blood trickling down, like like she like she beat the uh, crap out of me. I can tell you one of my favorite Halloween costumes. I just remembered my little pug. Yeah, I'm talking about you, bitch. My little dog, he has a shark costume. So one year, me and one of my Aww. exes, we we went as shark bite victims. We know, like, our bathing suit and a, <laughs> a bite out of our leg and our side. And he was the little shark. Oh, it was great. Oh, was God, great. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I had to see if that thing still fits his fat. It's going to be fucking fun. <laughs> Land shark. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to jump into our episodes? We covered some halloween episodes i didn't even do like my favorites i kind of wanted to reach out and find Mm -hmm. some stuff that i hadn't seen before because i i here's what i fully expected to come from you i expected at least a simpsons episode and a roseanne episode okay and when you think about those two those are classic sitcoms for halloween episodes the simpsons have the long-standing tradition since the second season that they do their tree house of horror yes and and one of the ones I picked was one of the tree houses of horror. I was shocked when you didn't give me a Roseanne episode. But you know what? I I decided not to choose a Roseanne episode because I figure when we do cover Roseanne, that will be a huge portion of that show. Right. Yeah. Be- because they you know, consistently did like and great Halloween episodes. For my money, Roseanne had the best Halloween episodes ever. I would say the Sim- the Simpsons are great, but they're not. They're not like stories. They're just little vignettes, you know, little short. Right. Yeah. Which a lot yeah, of them yeah. I do love, but same here. Because of how many they are forced to do, a lot of them are actually very bad. Um, no, no, they, they, there are there's some. <laughs> yeah, over the years, like yeah, like you said, it's like because they have to do a Treehouse of Horror each year, and each one contains three stories. Yeah, sometimes those stories aren't the best. One, so, they don't get enough time to expand on anything. You, yes. It's just joke, 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 over. And you have to, yeah, they have to come up with three fucking completely different ideas per episode. And they have gone very strange the last couple of years. Um, should, do we do that one first since we're on the subject? Yeah, why, why don't we uh, hit the Simpsons? Uh, you know, I, I chose, from the fifth season, I chose Treehouse of Horror 4. Yep. That that was one of the first ones that really stuck with me. I I just remember l- l- laughing my ass off at some of the things. Ah, there we go. Season <laughs> five of The Simpsons. Sweet. Yes, this is actually not one of my favorites. Okay. Do you do you like love this episode? It's not that I love the episode, but it's the first Treehouse of Horror one that I remembered. It's like, oh yeah, I remember those particular stories. And I got my little booklet here. Oh, for the DVD season. The in betweens, the in betweens were written by Conan O'Brien. Ah, yeah. Of Ella, I love how they do the credits on the Halloween episodes. They always have the real goofy credits. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm glad that we don't have to explain to anyone what The Simpsons is. I feel like everyone in the history of time has seen The Simpsons, right? Yes. We've had 30 plus seasons to uh, <laughs> to know who the Simpsons are. Uh, one of my top five favorite shows of all time. Last decade notwithstanding, I would hope, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you tried to watch it recently? It's pretty hard. 
Uh, you know what? I have not really caught. I think the last one I caught was, I think it was, was it last season? There was one episode that Kevin Smith made an appearance. Dude, that was the, the one episode I I was I, watching. Uh, I tried to watch one of the, like, the whatever the last season was. I think it's 31 or something. And all of a sudden, Carl started talking, and it wasn't Carl. Oh. I was like, wait, what? And I had did a little research, and like they're not allowed, they're not allowing like Hank Azaria to play any character that's not white anymore. Right? No, no. I, I, so I he's know, not allowed but... to play Carl. He's not allowed to play Bumblebee Man. He's not allowed to play Apu. Yeah. Uh, actually, it it's not just The Simpsons. It's other animated shows as well. If you watch Family Guy, same thing. Cleveland is not Mike Brown anymore. What? So... Oh my God! They changed Cleveland's voice. Yeah, yeah, no. So when the motherfucker no, the, the, had his the, the, own this show, this is something that industry wide they've done more. I mean, I feel like you should be grandfathered in at thirty years. I don't. <laughs> but sorry, I, I I get both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. That you know, like f- for a character of you know of color of you know, like you of, know what's fucked like, up though is it's definitely the white people who are mad about it. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. It's I, not. The I gotcha, but. No, but but I get you know th- that side of it, but I also get the fact of it's acting, and it's like you don't even know who it is really behind. You know, like if you if you don't really do your research on your voice, you actors, know they had to Google who it was to be mad about. Right, it. right. So yeah. I get both sides of the of of the argument, but yeah, it it is what it is. But so, um, the Treehouse of Horror for the writers. They actually have their horror credits in this little thing. So it says Conan O'Brien's was watch Conan O'Brien because he had his talk show by then. (laughs) The late Bill Oakley and the estate of Josh Weinstein. Greg, (laughs) it's alive, Daniels. And disfigured Dan McGrath. (laughs) Uh, I got to say, some of the Conan O'Brien, like some of those early Conan O'Brien episodes... Are some really funny freaking episodes. He did the, of the monorail Simpsons. episode. I know. Yes, the monorail episodes. He also did Bobo. If you, oh, if you yeah, remember yeah. that one, <laughs> it's like Bobo, Bobo. It's like, uh, sir, you were uh, talking about uh, Bobo. It's like, no, no, I was saying Lobo. They should bring back Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> he came up with the name for like, was it Selma's iguana? Jub Jub. Yep, Jub Jub. <laughs> so. I guess we'll go into Act 1. Act 1, Homer announces he would sell his soul for a donut. The devil, disguised as Ned Flanders, shows up to take him up on his offer. Yes. Yeah, the the, the name of the particular, you know, um, not the episode, but, you know, the, the, this portion was The Devil and Homer Simpson. Homer wakes up from, like, a daydream, daydreaming about donuts, like a donut fashion show, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, like for, let's let's make the dream a reality. Opens up the donut box there, and gone. Yeah, <laughs> Carl and Lenny have uh, eaten it all and th- thrown the other donuts at an old man, which is Grandpa Simpson. Wasn't it Homer who left himself a note? It's like I owe you one donut, and he's like, damn it, he's always one step ahead of me. Yes, yeah, the the, the emergency manual for for the nuclear plant. Homer did a, 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 a freaking uh, Shawshank Redemption, ca- carved out a thing for an emergency donut. But yes, yeah, I owe, yeah. dear Homer, I owe you one emergency donut. Signed, Homer. It's like, yes, he's, he's like, like, damn, he's, he's always, always one step ahead of me. <laughs> I love that Flanders is the devil going, ac- of course, across or yes. against a type. 
You know there's like a cult of Flanders, which is really interesting? I, I actually have heard of that. <laughs> Google that shit, kids. There's a whole cult and, and, that and like... I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there is a a group... Like 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 a musical group like like I think it's like sort of an I don't know if they're a total acapella group or what that they all do Flanders they're all dressed as Flanders all doing Flanders so that that that's pretty that's pretty scary I love that when Homer gets sent to hell he gets chopped up into little bits and it goes into a barrel labeled hot dog meat oh no no like it wasn't all of it. It was just the, the parts that weren't good. Yeah, they, they, they shoveled those into the, the, the little barrel of hot dog meat. And then the room of ironic punishments where it's like, so you like so you like donuts, eh? How about eat all the donuts in the world? Don't, so don't, it's, it's don't. like a conveyor of like donuts just going into Homer's mouth. Like, um, um, um. And then all of a sudden you see later almost all the donuts are gone and he's still um, um, more... <laughs> What do you say? This worked on who? I forgot the name he said. It's like I don't understand. This worked on James Coco in, yeah, in, in uh, fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the best joke in the episode is the devil shows up and he's talking to Homer and Bart walks by. He goes, "Hey, Bart," <laughs> and he goes, "Hey, <laughs> hey, man." That like, and actually, when the devil first shows up, yeah, because it's at Homer's job. It's like <laughs> Smithers. Who, who, who is this uh, goat-legged fellow? Uh, yeah, Prince of Darkness. Uh, that's your one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, yeah, the main premise, he sells his soul for the donut, and then they end up doing a trial, which the also very funny was the Lionel Lutz is their attorney, yes. uh, voiced by the great Phil Hartman, who, unfortunately... Yes. Google that sad-ass story if you want to ruin your day. Um, yeah. No, no, but uh, Phil... Yeah, it's it's between yeah Lionel Hutz and uh, Troy, McClure. Troy McClure. Those were the yeah. two main characters he would play on The Simpsons, and I l- always look forward to those characters. So he allows the devil to choose the jury, and he chooses this great. It's like Richard Nixon and uh, Lizzie Borden and all these random. Was it yeah, uh, Benedict Arnold? Benedict and, Arnold. And, 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 and John the front Wilkes line Booth, right? of the '76 Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have John Wilkes Booth? Yes, John Wilkes Booth. Because I remember in the, there's a episode, it's like the 157th episode extravaganza or some shit like that. They have a deleted scene where Wilkes Booth is behind Nixon and he goes, I would like, I don't want Wilkes Booth sitting behind me or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a deleted line. I was like, oh, that's great. Uh, But but no, no, it's like, yeah, John Wilkes Booth. Oh, and uh, Blackbeard the Pirate. Yeah. So they, they have this whole trial. And, uh, of course, these little vignettes are, like, five minutes long. They're not very long. Mm-hmm. But it comes down to who actually owns Homer's soul, so the devil can't have it. Marge owns Homer's soul because on their wedding night or wedding day, uh, b- before the wedding, Homer ate the entire wedding cake. So they, <laughs> so they basically got married at the emergency room. Now, these these Halloween episodes are not in the actual <laughs> continuity, but haven't we seen no. their wedding where that's not it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's been so many like stories going back to their wedding and right. how they met and you know, like all those, you know, like, uh, and yeah, it's never, no. That, that was the only time it was Homer ate the wedding cake and, you know, like they were in the emergency room getting married. But on, on the back of the picture, it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I give you my soul uh, forever. Yeah, so as a punishment, he can't take his soul, but he turns Homer's head into a giant donut, which Homer cannot resist eating. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
Oh, Marge, but I'm so sweet and delicious. She says, stop picking at it. And he's picking at his own head, <laughs> eating the fucking donut. Uh, it's This is probably the best of this episode, I would say, the little that best segment. Would you agree? I, I I like all three segments in different for different reasons. Oh, and, and, and don't forget the end of the episode. Yeah, like after picking out his head, he's like, oh, I got to get going to work. And Lisa says, I, I wouldn't go out there if I were you. It, it's the Springfield police are all waiting outside with coffee, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> waiting right. for the man with the donut head to come out. <laughs> yeah. Gotta come out there sometime. The wraparound in this episode, too, we didn't really mention too much, but it's a night gallery parody. I don't know if anyone yes. remembers Night Gallery anymore, but Bart's right. walking amongst the paintings, and of course, each painting represents a story, so they use those too. Correct. The warnings. This is something they did early in the Halloween episodes, which they they dropped, I think, because of time. I think right. it, eventually people understood that these were scarier episodes for the kids, right. as well as the episodes got much shorter. So the first what, maybe five or six Halloween episodes ha- start with a warning, usually from Marge. Right. Here we get it from Bart about, like, might want to tuck in the kids. This is a scary episode. No, well, well, no, what Marge says, yeah, yeah you might want to uh, tell them, yeah, like, that, that this is a scary episode, and they might want to just listen to that War of the Worlds on NPR. <laughs> Your Marge just made my dick flutter. <laughs> I, I I know with Ju- Julie Kavner. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then we go into. I think I know why you chose this episode because the second segment is I think one of your favorite Twilight. Or was it Twi- yeah, Twilight it, Zone it, it, parodies? It's one yeah. of the classic Twilight Zone episodes. Terror at ten thousand feet, of which this one is Terror at five and a half feet. <laughs> so in the classic uh, Twilight Zone series, you have William Shatner on an airplane who sees a gremlin on the wing. And right. causes havoc on the plane. There's uh, a man on the wing of this plane. Was it in the 80s with the Lithgow one? That was the 80s yes. Twilight Zone? Yes. And, and of course, on th- Third Rock, when the big giant head, which turned out to be Shatner, comes in and uh, me- me- meets with Lithgow, he, he says, like, you know, the, the, the trip was horrible. And, and there was a man on the wing of the plane, and of which Lithgow goes, you too? <laughs> Which was, I think, one of like my favorite meta jokes yeah. of a sitcom. <laughs> Both. Uh, I mean, did you see Shatner went to space for real? Yeah. The fuck is that? Was he up there for like 15 minutes, I think I said? Uh, something like that. Yeah, he, he was in uh, you know, Bezos' uh, Dick Rocket. So, Dick Rocket? It's a Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big... Woody, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Sorry, and we've gone into the other Mike Myers again, Austin Powers. <laughs> the uh, so Bart is on the school bus, and he says that he sees the same thing. He sees a gremlin on the side of the plane. The my favorite joke, I think, was probably uh, he goes, "There's a gremlin on the side of the bus," and he Otto looks out, and it's the car. Yes, a gremlin. AMC gremlin. It's <laughs> like no problem, Bart. <laughs> He's like, and, he, and he runs, runs it off, it off the road. <laughs> and, of course, Hans Molman is the driver, who is right. a character, a little old man, who's always like, oh, you know. I just paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> he runs him off the road. I think. And, but, but the best thing is he runs him off the road, and it basically yeah, comes to almost a complete stop and taps a tree and explodes. Because I believe that was one of the things with the AMC Gremlins, that they did have it, a tendency <laughs> to... Uh, yeah, you know, like some safety defects will. And call also, it. you can't have Molman in an episode without killing him. 
Oh no! You, Hans Lohmann dies, I think, in every fucking episode. <laughs> well, it, it, he he was kind of like the original Kenny. Yeah, basically. If, if you think about it, basically. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, like in in that one, yeah, uh, that that was one of my favorites. Also, where it's like, yeah, like uh, Otto runs him off the road. I want to see any kid who's watching this who doesn't understand the parody part of it, who sees them pull down the window covers and goes, yeah. Why the fuck does the school bus have, window <laughs> have a window cover? Yes. And also, why is the, the cabin thing? pressurized when he opens? <laughs> he gets like sucked out the window like it's a pressurized plane cabin. Kids are like, "What the fuck? My school bus sucks." And uh, I, I love. Um, well, well, we'll get to the the ending of that uh, segment, but yeah, there, there was a lot a lot of allusions to the classic Shatner episode. The, the the way he's acting, the music, the you know like the, the the music that is being played sounds very much like the Twilight Zone music being played in that episode. I love Ralph, and Ralph has a great stupid fucking line in here when he's like when he's like, "There's a corrupted on the on the bus," and they all look out. They're all like, "Ah!" and they look out the window, and there's nothing there. And Ralph just goes, "You're deceptive. <laughs> <laughs> You're deceptive." <laughs> Did you realize that you chose, because you chose this and a Parks and Rec episode, and Greg yes. Daniels is a writer on both? I did not actually realize that. He was the creator <laughs> of Parks and Rec, I believe, and he wrote, right. I think he wrote the devil part of this episode. Oh, shit. I did not know that. He also was a writer for King of the Hill. Ah. I was like, that, no, did, did you I was like is he just that? a real big Greg Daniels fan? Great <laughs> <laughs> Daniels forever, man. King of the Hill. Yeah, I want. We should probably cover King of the Hill eventually. There's a lot of fucking seasons of that though. There's like eleven seasons yeah. or some shit, right? I, 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 that's one of those shows that it's like, wait, that's still going. You know, like it, 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 after a while, it's like, oh yeah, that's probably been all. Oh wait, it's still on. It's not on now. <laughs> no, 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 it's not on it's, now. It but, was on for a but long it, time. But it's yeah. like when it was still running, it's like, oh shit, that's still on. It, it's kind of like a, I, I call it love boat syndrome. Because that was a, a, a series that people thought, for, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's been ended. I think that ended in, like, 86. <laughs> people did not freaking realize it was still going. <laughs> so the last, or we want to go to the last segment, or you got more well, on well, the bus? Well, well, just the, the end of that episode, uh, Bart is looking for the flares of the, of the school oh, bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're empty, and it, it, it's uh, one of the bullies putting... The flares in in, Martin's into pants. Uh, Mar- Martin's pants. Yeah. So B- Bart takes them and then replaces, puts one back in Martin's pants. Yeah. What he said? There's two in there. He pulls out one. One. The one. other one falls. He puts the other one back into his fucking pants. <laughs> and and then uh, he's still yeah, a like, dick. He's still a little asshole, you know. Oh yeah. And, and, and then he, he yeah like uh, basically he gets the gremlin off the uh, the bus by uh, dropping the flare on him. And uh, Fl- Flanders c- comes by to uh, to rescue the, uh, the the gremlin. It's like, ah, oh, cute. He's trying to f- he's trying to claw my face, uh, claw my eyes out. This episode aired October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. Back when their Halloween episodes actually aired before Halloween. Yeah, because I think ever since Fox got the the foot NFL, I think they all air in November now. Yeah, which really sucks. I, I just don't understand that. It's like, why, why can't you air it before Halloween or on Halloween? Because football is America. Be, be, because Halloween actually happens on a Sunday this year. <laughs> why not put it on Halloween? That's true. Because <laughs> football, bitch, it's America. But, America. But, the, uh, 
But the th- the third episode uh, of the uh, thing is a Dracula episode. Yeah, and not only not any Dracula, but a d- pretty direct parody of Francis Ford Coppola's For Coppola's Dracula. the Brand St- Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> that I also hated that Dracula. I don't. I think I'm in the minority on that one. I think a lot of people love that Dracula. I'm not a fan. I I, I thought it was good. There's too much werewolf rape for me. In the Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> When he's like turning yeah. into a wolf and just fucking people, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Now, granted, yeah. uh, I love like the 31 Dracula with uh, Bella Lugosi, Universal. Oh yeah, yeah, the original. That's my fave, and I I have tried multiple times to read the book, but the book. Have you read it at all? I've never read the book. I actually have the book. Are you familiar it's- with the way it's written? The way it's written, like journal entries. I I've ne- like I said I haven't read but I have it's so I I I mean it, it might have been different at the time but now it's real hard to read because you're just reading different journal entries of different characters. Mm-hmm. You should look at just read a few pages and see if it captures you because I could never get into it and I love that originals movie so I don't know. Now nah, I, I I'm with you with the the uh, the Bela Lugosi uh, Dracula. You got to read about Harker <laughs> sitting on the fucking oh I'm on the carriage I'm going to the castle of. But he doesn't have any insight. <laughs> mm. I would rather have a fucking narrator give me some insight into the character, into the where they're going, what they know, what they don't know. You're just like, I don't fucking. But but yeah, like uh, no, I I like the you know the thirty one. I also like some of the Christopher Lee uh Dracula seventies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those were the uh, Hammer films, yeah. I think. I just got a really cool box set actually last Halloween. And I haven't oh. watched it yet. It's got like sixteen Sweet. Hammer films in it. Oh, I should dig into yeah. those. Hammer soon. time. Yeah, damn right it is. Oh, stop. So did you like this last one? This. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Mr. Last Burns, one. first of all, is perfect for for Dracula. Uh, oh, per- yeah. Perfect. Like it just the, the way he looks is crooked, aged, you know, like posture anyway. Was there a? It's been a while since I watched it. Was there like an Igor character in the Francis Ford Coppola one? I because they don't. give Smithers that role in this, but I don't I remember know, but, one. But I don't. I don't think there was. That's why it's like again, it's sort of like a collection of you know so, some of the vampire yeah. trope stuff. But but uh yeah, because in the it, original it was, it was Renfield, right? Yeah, Renfield. Oh my god, that dude fucking nailed. It. That dude's awesome. We need Renfield back in. Put Renfield in every movie ever made. I don't care. That dude was amazing. And I, I think he was played by Artie Johnson for uh, George Hamilton's Love at First Bite. Um, <laughs> George Hamilton. Yes, I've I've watched a lot of different versions. Of I am the, the exact uh, opposite mythos. of George Hamilton. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Pasty but, motherfucker. Um, yeah, I I love in the uh, episode where. The, the, on the news, they're tr- they're trying to like uncover the mystery of like a, a, another peasant. Oh, I love you know, like yeah. in Springfield, another peasant has been drained of his blood with a to two two marks on his neck, and they're, they're they're baffled. Although the cape that was left at the scene says on the back of it, Dracula. <laughs> I think the the funniest bits come in the car ride to Dracula's house. Oh yes, where he's that, like. That, that, Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Pennsylvania. Yeah. His house in Pennsylvania. And then he Mar- was at Marge who's like, did y'all wash your necks like Mr. Burns' ass? <laughs> yes. 
man. Oh, but 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 that whole beginning part where it's like they they don't know, but they go to uh, uh, Chief Wiggum. It's like, yeah, we believe this is a uh, uh, supernatural in origin. Yeah, we we think we're dealing with a a mummy. <laughs> so <laughs> so they like burn all the Egyptian uh, exhibit at the uh, local museum. <laughs> what what did Mr. Burns say when they knock on the door and he's like, oh, it's like, oh. My my latest victims are here. It's like you have to let go of the <laughs> button, Smith sir. Like, uh, sir, you, you gotta take your finger off the button. <laughs> he goes, son oh, of a bitch. Son of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a but this is the, the imagery in this episode is really cool. They play with the shadow stuff. Of course, Dracula always has the shadow that's kind of uh, separate off. from his body, yeah. which they do a lot of fun <laughs> stuff with. I'm sure you love this movie as much as I do. Is Dracula dead and loving it? Oh with God, Leslie yeah, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> um that's i think that is one of the funnier dracula parodies in my opinion but i mean mm-hmm. hard to go wrong with leslie nielsen exactly when he's like dancing and, and, with and the girl and his Brooks shadow film. just starts humping her <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck but yeah, yeah so, so the third one yeah and then the, uh, the the kids find uh yeah but basically the basement there <laughs> where like the coffins are and 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 uh, Mr. Burns's book, yeah, it's like yeah, like I, yeah, I am a vampire by Mr. Burns, forward by Steve Allen. Steve Allen. <laughs> the, there was I listened to the commentary on this, and they were talking about how Steve Allen just wrote so he wrote so many books and so many songs that every they always made that joke <laughs> to him. I guess one of the writers knew him, and they were they were literally oh, in uh, oh, they were doing great. a live show or something, and he played a song that he wrote. And he wrote an intro for the next song. The disc wrote, here's a song that I wrote while playing the last song. <laughs> and he goes, Steve Allen loved it. <laughs> he thought it was the funniest shit ever. But and anyway, but Bart gets captured by the vampires. And Lisa comes r- r- running up to uh, the family. It's like, uh, you know, Mr. Burn got Bar- Mr. Burns got Bart. And it's like Mr. Burns comes back with Bart. It's like, oh, he he's fine. With blood on his fangs. <laughs> yeah. And bite mark <laughs> on Bart Bart's neck. Yeah. It's like, like, hello, mother. Hello, father. <laughs> I I am back. One of the other, like, little obscure things that I, I loved uh, with Homer, it's like, it's like, yeah, sure, Mr. Burns is a vampire. Yeah, and beer kills brain souls. Yeah. So let's go back to that building <sighs> thingy where we have our bed basically home right <laughs> yeah fucking i love dumb homer oh yes so lisa's in bed at home and they have the whole floating vampire kids yeah. at the window i think it's it the way it's set up it's clearly a lost boys parody but i yes. there's a i think a little bit of salem's lot in there with the boy at the window mm-hmm. this once they realize bart is a vampire they steal a joke from i don't know if this one came first or second but do you remember the, the zombie episode where Homer shoots Flanders, who's a zombie? Yes. And they go, a, oh, you, Flanders was a zombie. you killed zombie Flanders. And he goes, he was a zombie? Me? <laughs> yeah. They do the exact same <laughs> fucking joke in here when Grandpa runs in with a mallet and a steak and kill goes, the kill boy! the boy. <laughs> it's like, he's a, how did you know Bart was a vampire? He's a vampire? He's like, <laughs> <"Is> vampire? Ah! <laughs> yeah. They, I was like, you just fucking stole the same. Even on the commentary. <laughs> Matt Groening goes, wait a minute. <laughs> and they're like, uh, don't don't pay attention to that. Conan O'Brien goes, the check still came, right? <laughs> but but of course, like the, the, then it turns out the whole family, except Lisa, 
our vampires, and, and Marge was the head vampire. See, this is... Oh, oh, actually... These are the actually, moments before... that make me not like some of these Halloween things, because it's clearly just like, how do we get out of this now? Yeah. And it's so fucking stupid, they're all like, we're all vampires! And then, even dumber, they go into a fucking Charlie Brown Christmas. Yes, and, and you see, I, I love that, just for the fact that it's like, I was like, happy Halloween, everyone! <laughs> and Santa's little helper is, is dancing on a piano being played by Milhouse. I House. fucking hate that shit. I don't understand. <laughs> and it's like, yes, it's fucking out of the blue and it's kind of funny, but you're like, right. you couldn't come up with anything. But, and this is where you start to realize during these Halloween episodes, and they even say in the commentary, they are the hardest for them to do. I, I can imagine. Uh, moments like that make me go, what the fuck, dude? I would much, I, I, I my much prefer like the Shining parody we get. I think in the next one, right? Was it ne- next season? Yeah, the, yes, the Shining parody. The, the, Even the, the Freddy Krueger one, the Nightmare on Elm Street one with the Groundskeeper. I think that was good. a couple of seasons away. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is to me one of the weaker Halloween episodes. I do like the things they're parodying. I think it's interesting that they, you got Lost Boys, Dracula. Uh, you got you know Twilight Zone. Um, I would say there are better Halloween episodes, but it's not terrible. There are some really good jokes in there. Mm-hmm. As you said, the the Shining one was great because that's the one also, I think, the same one with the time travel, which was also yes. uh, freaking hysterical. That one, didn't they have the 3D one as well? <clears throat> oh, yes, I think that was that's the 3D one. That's a pretty one. compound episode right there. That's a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, it ends, ends with, with that 3D. Yeah, mm, we're out of cakes. Now, uh, why don't you uh, hit one of your episodes now? Uh, so I chose an episode of Third Rock from the Sun. Since we're talking about Twilight Great Zone, we might as well transition with uh, John Lithgow, <laughs> uh, ironically playing an alien, which is fucking great. This is a sitcom right. that I absolutely love. So this episode, Dick, which I love that every episode has the word Dick in the title because his name is Dick. It's called Scaredy Dick, and it's from season three. And basically the main premise is that he has to go get a checkup, but he's afraid of the doctor. Right. Uh, meanwhile, you have uh, you have uh, Sally and Tommy who are going to house sit for Halloween, basically to give out candy. At, yeah, for for um, what's her uh, what's your, name? for Jane Curtin. Uh, what's Jane Curtin's character? Uh, Albright. Ma- yeah. yeah, I almost said Madeline Albright, but yeah, Albright. yeah no, no, that's a definitely different, <laughs> different Albright. Albright. <laughs> <laughs> and they all, uh, Dick ends up at a Halloween party with her, which are some of the funnier scenes I think in this episode. Yes. I did notice one of my f- favorite games as a kid was Brain Warp. Did you ever play that fucking game? No. It's like a little handheld game, electronic game, and it's got like okay. fucking nubs, probably like six nubs, and they each have a color and a number, and you got it'll be <sighs> like one, and you got to turn blue, and you got to turn it up. I noticed it was on his desk in this episode, and that right there oh. made my childhood fucking heart melt. I was like, I fucking love that game! <laughs> no one ever talks about it. Go play Brain Warp, kids. If it still exists, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I still yeah. have mine in a box somewhere, though. But uh, there's a great bit where Tommy and Sally come out, and they're clearly dressed like Sonny, Sonny and Cher. Cher. <laughs> and he's like, who the hell are you supposed to be? And he says, Julius and Ethel Rosenbaum. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Oh, cool. And then the landlady comes up and they reiterate. She goes, oh, my God, Julius and Ethel Rosenbaum. What did you think of this episode? Uh, uh, Funny episode. Uh, Again, we were talking about how on Sunday I was just relaxing and, you know, changing the channels. And one of the channels had on like a Third Rock 
marathon, and I forgot how freaking funny that show was. For anybody stupid, Third Rock from the Sun implies that they are on Earth, because we are the Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Correct. This is a show, long story short, in case you haven't seen it, I don't know if young people are watching this show, I feel like not, but it's four aliens disguised as humans, and you get a lot of, the first time they did this, the first time they did that. Mm-hmm. So this one was kind of... Was it his first doctor, I guess? His first doctor visit, probably? Correct. Yeah, he, he had not gone for uh, a doctor checkup, and it, it was a uh, mandatory thing, basically, to work there at the uh, university. But they do say you're not. he's not scared because he's afraid they're going to find out he's an alien, because he's like, oh, it's human bodies. They're not going to know or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a great bit where... Harry, one of the aliens, is dressed in a Halloween costume like an alien. The landlady goes, "Oh, and Harry, you're yes. an alien." He goes, "No, I'm an not." It's like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> oh, like, yeah. your costume. Oh, oh, yes, I am. And Dick, <laughs> Dick is dressed like a pirate. So when he goes to this party, there's a great, a great fucking line where this guy goes, "Oh, you're a pirate. Where's your buccaneers?" He goes, "Under my buccanet." <laughs> <laughs> Where's your buccaneers? Under my bucking hat. And I fucking lost it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, and, and Lithgow just like this series. He just eats up the screen. Oh yeah, whenever he's on, he, he's so great on that show. You have Harry home watching. Uh, it's a great pumpkin. Is that what it's called? It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Or yeah, it's something. the great, uh, yeah, great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. And he's terrified. <laughs> yeah, it's like Linus, look out behind you! It's the great pumpkin. Oh, yeah, and he turns off the TV. <laughs> uh, but but when he turns off the TV, what does he start hearing? Ooh, and chains rattling. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, maybe turn on the TV for some <laughs> another <laughs> some haunted noise house. So he episode. doesn't hear that. Yeah, he thinks the house is haunted. Hmm. So Sonny and Cher, old Tommy and Sally, they're they're giving out candy and naively put out the whole fucking bowl. And of course, the bowl's instantly gone. Mm-hmm. And they start getting eggs, eggs thrown at the house and all this shit. And they catch one of the little boys who they believe is responsible or knows the person responsible for the egging. Right. They tie him to a chair. You see, notice who that young actor was? No, I didn't. Who was Emil it? Emile Hirsch. Do you not Wait. know who he is? <laughs> I, I like I, I know the name but I he can't He was in like The wait. Girl Next Door um what was that wild something into the wild or something he did it was pretty big for Oh okay okay He's a more serious actor now but he started out, I know I know him mostly from the very raunchy Girl Next Door the oh, sexy okay. Alicia Cuthbert movie but But um yeah ba- ba- basically Sally is grilling him because supposedly the kid that uh stole the candy it was the pope yeah yeah it's like okay so who's she's the breaking pope? eggs over his fucking head and trying to get the address of where the pope lives and all this shit <laughs> eventually does and they learn it wasn't the pope <laughs> yeah it was batman <laughs> it was batman all along he says but one of the best parts though is when when this candy is stolen and they get their first trick-or-treater like a little girl dresses like a fairy or yeah. whatever uh, it's like what do you got left? Dude, what do you got left? Yeah. So Tommy gets some 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 ground Here's beef. Some ground beef. <laughs> yep. Uh so Dick and Dick leaves this party because the doctor he's afraid to see is actually at the party. So right. he comes home and he's hanging out with uh, the 
Harry and he, which I love that all their names are Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yes, yeah, I, 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 I always I, really I, love that. I was wondering, it's like yeah, every Tom, Dick, and Harry realize that you know the characters are Tom, Dick, and Harry. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> so he starts hearing the ghostly noises too, and the chains rattling. And there's a great combo they have about. <laughs> We're very fortunate. This is our first ghost. <laughs> He's like, with all the dead people, we're very fortunate. We've been very fortunate so far. Remember, this is our first ghost. Uh, but they go down to the basement, and of course, someone busts through the wall. It's their uh, their ghost is the the landlady, Mrs. Uh, Duke Chick, Mrs. Um, uh, yeah, who says she dropped her cigarettes down the vent and she got stuck in the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she went into the crawl space and got stuck. <laughs> Uh, there's a really funny line there at the very. They always end the episodes with them kind of having a heartfelt talk on top of the roof. <laughs> the roof. <laughs> but their heartfelt, their heartfelt talks are never very heartfelt. Um, no. <laughs> he said. So that was the moaning. But did you ever figure out what the chains were? Chains <laughs> were. <laughs> He's like, oh, that was so and so. He got murdered in our apartment 14 years ago. <laughs> yeah, m- m- Mr. The uh... ghost of so and so. Yeah, Mr. Johnson. Remember the fuck it was? He got murdered here 14 years ago. Like, they're like, oh, okay, cool, and they just. Yeah, and, yeah, and they're very casual about that. That's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I just thought it was a very funny episode. I I love Third Rock from the Sun, so I figured this would be a good one to throw in there. Oh yeah, recommend. Um, it's not it's not a hard episode to jump into the characters. I don't feel like as long as you know no. they're aliens. That's all you need to know with this show. Th- that's the main thing. They're aliens. The, uh, the only other thing is like, okay, D- Dick works as, as a professor at the university. Mm-hmm. And you know he he likes uh, Doctor Albright, Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin, fucking genius on this show. Lithgow, oh, genius yeah. on this show. They're all pretty fucking good. But, but, but that's the other thing. The chemistry between the characters mm-hmm. is so great, and particularly between Jane Curtin and uh, and John Lithgow. Uh, do you want to go into Parkinson and Rec? Which is a show I've never seen before. Really? I have, okay. this is the very I, first episode I ever seen of this show. Now, for for someone that has never seen Parks and Rec. What did you know about the show? Like I knew that it was like a um a documentary style as they say. Right. Um and I knew it had Amy Poehler. I didn't really know a lot of the other cast members, so I, I obviously I recognize them now. I see Aziz is in there, Rashida Jones who I yep. always thought was pretty fucking sexy. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Pratt, I didn't realize he was on this show. Oh yeah. Aubrey yeah, that, that, Plaza. This was like the first thing that yeah. Yeah, th- this was the first thing that really uh, Chris Pratt was kind of known for like and i knew amy poehler was the star and like i like her but I, she's not a draw for me she's not someone i would ever go out of my way to really watch something you know like i have mm. nothing against her i think she's funny but what, she's not like i have to go see that like when that sisters came out with her and tina fey i wasn't like i have to go see sisters or whatever no i i, I, I know what you say I used to like really enjoy her stuff on um, SNL when she was on SNL, mm-hmm. and actually, I remember actually going back before that on Comedy Central, the Upright Citizens Brigade. Okay, she she was on yeah, that. She, huh? she, she was yeah, she was one of them as well. A lot of I think a few of the uh, Reno guys were from that. I believe so as well. <laughs> and this is like those type of shows, the documentary style shows are. They're very hard. That's a kind of a hurdle for me. I don't love all. It, it's it's a different type of comedy. Like The Office. The, the, I, I haven't really watched The Office either just because I don't. Eh, it's, it's like eh to me. But I love like Modern Family. Okay. I thought Modern Family was great. And I've seen most oh, of Modern it. Modern Family was 
excellent. But I've seen probably you know, a solid six seasons of Modern Family. And okay. I thought it was I yeah. think they do that formula right. It's not as mm-hmm. shaky. It's not it's not really the interview style. It's more of like a reality show style, I guess. Is probably right. the difference, maybe. Yeah, I, I could see where you're saying that. Yeah, more re- reality show, uh, show style versus that. Yeah, like documentary the, the or interview. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would say this episode wouldn't make me watch more. It was okay. okay. Like it was, there was funny moments in it, but it's not. And I love. Um, say what you will about Louis C.K. The motherfucker is funny. Oh yeah, no, no. I've 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 always been a big uh, Louis C.K. fan. Yeah, yeah. The crap he did was not good, but yeah. You know, Here's what I will say hey, about he's that. He's still a funny dude. Here's funny what I will dude. say about the cancel culture in Louis C.K. From everything I've read, he did ask. I'm not defending the man. It's weird what he did. It's not a crime though, because he did fucking ask, and they said yes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> If you thought he was joking, that's one thing, but he did ask. But uh yeah, it, it, I I picked this episode just to be actually a little different because it wasn't your standard Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. It was more the trick rather than the trick or treat. Right. So, is this but, kid in other well, episodes or is this a one episode kid? No, okay. no, no, this was a, a one episode. What is the name? The, the, what is the name? Greg Pakitis. Greg Pakitis. Yes. Apparently, every year this this kid vandalizes the statue of like the mayor, like one of the founders of the town of Pawnee, Indiana, and uh, Les Leslie, who uh, played by a- Amy Poehler, is basically, you know, this is the year she's gonna catch him. You know, th- this year she's gonna get him. Right. So yeah, she thinks he's de- de- defacing this statue every year. I really, I did. Is Louie on there more? Is he only on this episode? No, uh, he, he's he's in several episodes like that season. Their chemistry yeah, was pretty they, good. I liked them together. Yeah, I I love it. Like at the one point in this episode where he says about her, it's like she she would not make a very good policeman. <laughs> yeah, it's like she made out yeah, with me in my police I, car. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, if I was in a town with, with her as a uh, policeman, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I'd the, be afraid. To me, the the sitcom subplot that I liked was the subplot about the Rashida Jones character with the party. Yeah, the party. Um, but Th- she's like bad at the party. She's like not good at throwing parties. She, yeah, she's not good at throwing parties. Yeah, she got everyone together. And if you noticed, like when she was telling the people at the office that, oh, okay, she's throwing a party, inviting everyone. That was yeah, you know, like in the office. Basically, everyone at uh, that was a near shot there. Then all of a sudden, Aziz Ansari's uh, character came around. Hey, so here's and- what I gathered is that he has a thing where he's he's at a thing for her. And she yes. is she kind of the uptight character on the show? Yeah. 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 Like uh, for the first, uh, I forget how many seasons. But um, I can tell you what, though, her uh, Rashida Jones as Raggedy Ann kind of did it for me. <laughs> is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I'm not. I was like, "Damn, she's making Raggedy Ann look pretty good." But uh, you know, yeah, she she's bad at throwing parties. She, like you said, she's a little uptight, stuffy. There's one line and... in this that rang so true at, at every party I've ever been to, and it was the most <laughs> subtle line. She goes, "They're all in the kitchen." 
Why is everyone always in the kitchen? We're always in the kitchen. <laughs> and you're like, that's fucking fact. You go to any fucking Halloween party, drinking party, everyone fucking gravitates everyone to, the to the kitchen. I think that's maybe it's just because so where true. the booze is, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But booze and food, usually. The, the, everyone, two of the main things. You can have the nicest setup in your living room, and everyone will gravitate to the fucking kitchen. Yeah. But I, I love the part that, like, one of the doctors that she works with Came comes to the party. As a doctor? As a doctor. Yeah. So, so uh, actually, the the um, one of the other characters uh, that works with Leslie, uh, Nick Offerman, uh, playing Ron Swanson, it's like he goes up like you're a doctor. It's like, yes. It's like no, 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 no. Your your outfit. It's like yeah, I know. <laughs> like, She's like worlds like, colliding, kind of like, always awkward or whatever. She says. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aubrey Plaza comes in and she's got a funny bit about this is my boyfriend and his boyfriend boyfriend <laughs> they're like clearly a gay guy and they're like all grinding yeah, on each other and shit the, the best part though is where she she says i could have been at a, a gay halloween party it's like do you realize what goes on at a gay halloween party last year i saw three jonas brothers ki- kissing three robert pattinson's yeah i i went to a gay halloween party without even knowing it was a gay halloween party ah. i was in hollywood <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, Halloween 2008. Uh, I went out there for actually for a Halloween convention. And my buddy who was living out there at the time, he was like, hey, we're going to this uh, parade and Halloween parade thing in West Hollywood. Dude, these fuck the gays had taken over West Hollywood by this point. And I guess it's like a known thing, but we didn't fucking know. So there's all these like shirtless, glittery boys running around and. My fucking friend lost it because this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, Yogi. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. He goes, hey, Yogi. And I was like, going. hey. And the guy walked away and, I, and my friend, lost, I'm like, what the fuck was that? He goes, he was waiting for you to say, hey, boo-boo. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, he thought you were a bear. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, so if I had just known Hanna-Barbera and been like, hey, boo-boo, he did just what? rape me in the streets what happens then what the fuck are you talking uh, about he was like shirtless peter pan covered in glitter you know which we'll we'll, we'll get to peter pan in, the, in our last episode <laughs> yes we will i mean even if i was gay not my type you know jesus but but anyway the you know the the the, the party starts uh gets started when actually aziz ansari gets there his costume was great the, dressed like t-pain yes, t-pain <laughs> And basically, he gets the, the party going. He he puts on dance music. He is in a arranged or a, a green card marriage. Yes. Why does every fucking yeah, sitcom yeah, with and, a foreigner and, have and, a green card marriage storyline? I I don't know. The, the 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 girl that he married, she's from Canada. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and so he is American also... in the show. And oh he yeah, married yeah. her for the green. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she needs so I guess that's a guard. funny twist on it, right? But right, and and I, I love how uh, Nick Offerman, uh, yeah, like uh, Ron Swanson goes to her. It's like, it's like I wouldn't want you to have to go back to Canada, you know. <laughs> Socialized medicine, right? <laughs> it's like what? I noticed one shot that made me laugh that wasn't even like part of the story was in one of the interview segments. I think it was maybe Rashida Jones. They're, the camera's on her, and the background's blurry. And the big guy who was sitting at the desk is just sitting there smelling pencils. He's like grabbing different <laughs> shit out of his 
and just kind of putting them down. Yeah, that, 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 that's Jerry. And I was like, oh, Everyone there's little background the, jokes. Look at that. Yeah. The, the thing is, in that show, everybody in the office makes fun of Jerry. They, like, he's Jerry's always doing something wrong. So, yeah, uh, the Amy Poehler character is all hellbent on stopping this boy. They're sticking him out, and nothing's happening. So they decide to go back to her office so she can get into her costume and go over to the party. And then they find it's and, vandalized. Yeah, TP everywhere. It's been vandalized. Something about farts written on the walls. Yes. Yeah, they, they have Louis C.K. bring in the kid. And, you know, basically, uh, like, ask him, you know, did you do it? And and then, like, then the next thing, he's being grilled by her. Oh, no, no, actually, I think the second person is Andy, who pretends to be an FBI agent. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah, broken uh, pretty Bert quickly. Ma- yeah. Burt Macklin, FBI. In that show, that becomes a running thing. Burt Macklin. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the kid breaks him and rather than him breaking the kid. And the kid asks him, what, are you going to cry? He's like, no, I'm, I'm just allergic to jerks. <laughs> so she she starts grilling him and is, you know, like her, her evidence is a peach pit because when she confronted him early in the day, he was eating a peach. But he goes, I was eating a plum. Which... If you look, actually, watch the episode he was, and he was eating a peach. <laughs> and he goes, I was eating a plum earlier. But the great thing is, then his mom comes to the uh, station. It's like, what are you doing? It's like, you're, you're taking a teenager, and you're like, you're bringing him in. Well, like, wh- wh- what's this all about? You know, wh- why? And it's like, you know, threatening to sue them, and basically t- takes the kid away. So she, she and Andy, uh, Amy Poehler and Andy, are packing up all the tissue paper, uh, the toilet tissue and everything from that. It's like... Might as well not let it go to waste. Yeah, it's like, not let it go to waste. So they go to TP his house, the kid's house. And they learn when his mother comes out that... Oh, wait. Did he he hire another person off Craigslist to play his mother? Every time he gets in trouble, he does this. Yeah. As a as someone trying to become an actor, what a great little guest spot for a random kid. Yeah. He gets to come in, be actually. like the fucking the main focus of the episode, be the title of the episode. That's pretty impressive. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, they find and, out that he actually is, and she goes, I know where he is. Yes. So they go back to the statue and there he is with a couple of his friends defacing the statue, but they they grab him. His mother is there too. And yeah, and Leslie's like, oh yeah, like yeah, you're you're gonna be put away for a long time. It's like, no, no, he's not. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna do probation. He's a minor. Yeah, he's just gonna do probation. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about the formula that doesn't quite grab me, though. I don't know. Yeah, like you know, when we get around to that and to the office, but you know, like we we can take a look at the the documentary style office sitcoms. Yeah, because that. That is kind of like the formula of both of those. Right. It's documentary style and it's office. Oh, I think that guy is also Greg Daniels is a writer on Office too, I believe. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So this is like his so, thing. So, so should, should I be a big fan of The Office then? I guess so. Are you not, <laughs> Greg Daniels? Woo! <laughs> You're just fucking Greg Daniels' number one fan, bro. Well, let, let, let's get to our last uh, episode. Speaking of 
office-based sitcoms. Just shoot me, baby. I got the uh, the complete series here. Nice. From, this is also Ooh. from Shout Factory. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, I was going to say, Shout Factory's got some nice stuff. The uh, I think I, the original three seasons came out from Sony, and then they just stopped putting them out. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the rest of the damn thing? So this is seven seasons. Cool little box set. Not too many bonus features. Maybe some audio commentaries. But yeah, I chose uh, an episode from season seven that I just happened to see was on YouTube, and I fucking laughed my ass off at this episode. It's called Halloween? Question mark Halloween, I guess. <laughs> just shoot me if anyone's never seen it it's an office comedy starring david spade um what's what's the nina's name uh, J- wendy malik oh uh, w- w- wendy malik um L- laura senja como um is that George. how you say your name i always want <laughs> yeah come on i'm italian and she's from jersey <laughs> george george siegel yes who we just lost Yes, unfortunately. He was also the grandfather on the Goldbergs. Very, very Goldbergs. funny on that show as well. These are the only two things I know him from, though. Was he in? Was he a film actor at all? Yes, I believe he was also a, like a film actor that just wound up also doing sitcoms later in his uh, career. So, yeah, he's the rich type. Um, they compare him to Trump a lot on this show. I think it, Trump is like his rival on this show. I think so, yeah. So this is a pretty typical Halloween party episode again, but a lot of the humor comes from, we have, was it Brooke Burns, who I remember being like a big sexy gal when I was a teenager, like, ooh, she's a sexy blonde. I think she was like Sports Illustrated model or something. I think so. And Jack, who is the boss, and David Spade's character, uh, Finch, both have a kind of a crush on her, and they're like, oh, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to compete with you for her. Uh, George Siegel, his character's name is Jack. Like what? What he's trying to impress her with is magic. Yeah, but he's shitty at it. He's <laughs> shitty at it. <laughs> it's like hey, take these flowers. You know, like the you know the magic flowers appearing. It's like it's like oh thank you. It's like oh, yeah, I'm gonna need those back. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like oh we're having they're going to this Halloween party. Their costumes were fucking funny. Elliot has uh, shows up as Gandhi. This oh God! Party. Yes, <laughs> I guess Nina's supposed to be like a Morticia. That's what it looked like, either Morticia or uh, Vampira. Right. What, I couldn't what, say one probably because the... licensing, but she's like, it looks like mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like a Morticia to me. So there's there's a subplot of her and this rock star boyfriend of hers. I don't remember if he was like a regular or not at any point. I I think for a while he was, but they're having. Uh, issues in the relationship because they've both been with many many people <laughs> yes so finch david spade's character shows up who is quite effeminate looking david spade in general shows up at this party dressed like robin hood and and, and, and he sewed he sewed his own costume <laughs> while jack is trying to hit on brooke burns character this new hottie in the office or whatever new model She's talking to Nina, and he's like, I can't get anywhere with her. And she goes, oh, that's because she's a lesbian. And then we cut over (laughs) to David Spade and her making out. And he's like, what the hell? I thought you said she was a lesbian. (laughs) And we learn that she thinks that David David Spade Spade is is a woman. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and, 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 and it's like, I, I, I love your Peter Pan yeah, outfit. Peter Pan. Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm Sandy Duncan. Peter Pan. It's like, hey, hey, I'm Sandy Duncan. <laughs> I believe in fairies. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, you're the most beautiful woman at this party. And he's like, uh, did you just say I'm a woman? You have the most beautiful woman here? And he's like, okay, I, you got to go with it, right? Would you go with it? <laughs> uh, I mean, she's pretty sexy, right? Oh yeah, no, no, that 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 is a given. <laughs> but oh my god, it, it was so funny. And now that he knows, you know, he has to keep playing to right. that he's a woman. It's like I got cramps. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I got cramps. Do you have any mitol? <laughs> he gives him some mitol. I forgot mitol. Like, oh, much better. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought this was pretty fucking funny. I mean, there, there's a oh, lot yes. of jokes in the show about him being pretty effeminate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this was kind of a good payoff for that. He does have the little like a lot of women have that haircut now, that short like Karen type haircut, and he rocked that mm-hmm. for a lot of years. <laughs> Many years. Um, so she's like, "Oh, let's go in the other room," you know, and it starts getting a little. She pops her shirt off, and he goes, mm-hmm. "Oh my god." I have that bra. <laughs> I have that same bra. <laughs> so, of course, as men do, he was getting a little um, <clears throat> amped. So he sits down mm-hmm. with his legs crossed. I, I'll be uh, right back. I have to go to the bathroom. And and, and he, he goes into the other room looking for tape. He's like, tape, tape, <laughs> tape, bandages or anything, tape. And what does he find? A Was it a magazine with Sam Donaldson? <laughs> <laughs> Sam Donaldson, Sam Donaldson, like Sam Donaldson, Sam Donaldson. Sam. He walks back into the other room and we find Nina and her boyfriend in the bathtub. And he goes, I'm sorry, love, but that Sam Donaldson thing really <laughs> threw me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know, this oh, is that, a, this is a very great. character-driven episode, which I liked. Yes. Because you kind of do... I wouldn't say this is a jump-in episode. This is one you kind of have to know the other no. char- the characters to appreciate the humor here. Yeah, because also you also have the the Elliot subplot. I mean, yeah, the, the girl Which that he likes. I think in the she office. was there for like a season, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something no, like she, that. Yeah, because actually, eventually in that show, like the love interest becomes him and Laura Sanjay. I think that was early Maya. seasons with them, though. I think that was already over by. They might have got back together oh, near it, the it, end. It was over by then. I think they might have got back together at the end or something. I think so. Um. So there's a the great. The jealousy bit turns into Nina and her boyfriend at the party, and she's like, you've slept with everyone here. Raise your hand if you've slept with that. And like, half the party raise their hand. And he goes, well, so have you. Raise your hand if you've slept with Nina. You know, most of the party raises their hand. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, to be fair, I only went to second base with the banana or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in the bedroom, Finch is making out with the model, and, of course, she feels his little... uh uh, what's, what's this? this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was stupid, but it made me laugh. I thought yeah. it was a- <laughs> no, no, no. It, it was very like, and and, and David Spade, David Spade plays it yeah. well. It just he 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 plays like like that sleazy, but he's willing to make sacrifices to get some pussy. That's what. <laughs> yeah, that's one way he's to like, put it. If she thinks I'm a woman. Fuck it. I'm going with it. See how far I can go. Um, but there's a the little cameo here from, of course, David Spade was known for working with Chris Farley. Yes. And we have Chris's brother in this episode, the cowboy. 
Oh, geez. I didn't even realize that was his That's, brother. Uh, I think his name's Kevin Farley. That's oh, Chris shit. Farley's brother who is, he comes out in the last moment and he sees David Spade sitting on the stairs and the, the, the woman has left him mm-hmm. now and he's like, oh, how you doing, buddy? He goes, ah, man, I just broke it off with this girl or whatever. She thought I was a lesbian, but I can't lie to myself. I'm not a lesbian or whatever the fuck he says. And he goes, well, that's oh, good because I think you're the prettiest lady here. And he tries yeah. to make <laughs> And if you know, I think it's even better if you know that's Chris Farley's brother. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't until you just told me. Because I'm sure he was <laughs> dead by then, by this point. Uh, yeah, fun, stupid little episode. Um, you don't, you don't get too many episodes of just shoot me that are out of the office. No, they, they, they're a very office-driven uh, sitcom. Just shoot me had some really good holiday episodes. When we get to Christmas. I, I will tell you up front, You're a I'm, mean I'm choosing one, the one Christmas Mr. episode. Finch. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Yes, that 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 one was so great. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, Roseanne, I think Home Improvement always had really good Halloween episodes. Yes. I feel like Drew Carey did, but we, like I said, we can't find that fucking show to cover anywhere. Yeah, that that that's sucks because that I loved the Drew Carey show. That was such a freaking funny show between him, Ryan Styles, Dietrich Bader. It's like the three of them were just freaking hysterical. Did we cover, was there any that we watched in the norm? I feel like there was a Halloween one, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. All of them uh, ABC shows seemed to, like, yeah. it seemed like they made a point of That's doing true. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, because all the ones that we're mentioning w- with that, yeah, were. Those are all ABC sitcoms. Were, were ABC, yeah. Home Improvement, Roseanne. Yeah, Norm Show. Yeah, th- those were all. Yeah, Drew I bet Carey. you with syndication though, they're like, it's probably wiser to stay away from holiday episodes because they're like, eh, well, like you're gonna syndicate it. It might run in June, and then Halloween episodes are weird. True. I don't know. But but you know what? I- I've seen so many like sitcoms where they have hol- holiday episodes, whatever time of year. But they get back around to it when it is that holiday. I'm trying. To, I'm like trying K- to think. K- like K- I love Lucy. K- case in point, Friends. You know, like how many? Like yeah, uh, they they had a ones. bunch of Halloween episodes. Yeah. Yes. They they also had the Halloween. There was episodes the good one too. with Sean Penn and <laughs> what was it? Yeah, Ross was dressed like a a potato. He was supposed to be like Spudnik or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like classic. Like I don't think I love Lucy ever did like Halloween episodes or anything like that. That that that's what I'm curious. Like, what was the first sitcom? To do a Halloween we'll episode, have to research that and look into it next time. Yeah, I I, I think that's a, a a good project for us to uh, to look into. There was one thing I wanted to uh, fix from last episode. Uh, I was okay. telling you about the Roseanne one with the music rights. The show was actually the Patty Duke show. Ah, I think I said it was the Doris okay. Day show, but it was the Patty Duke show. Patty Duke, God, jeez. I don't think we'll ever cover the Patty Duke show, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> hey, if, if if we go long enough, yeah. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think uh, we we have other things. In fact, what what are we covering uh, next time? Uh, if I remember correctly, I believe we are doing the Bob Newhart show. Yes, not not Newhart. Right. The Bob the Newhart Bob show, Newhart. the original Bob one. Newhart show, the first show he did. He had the Bob Newhart Correct. show, then he had Newhart, and then he had one later called Bob. Correct. I think he was an artist or something in that one. Didn't run very long. No, no, that one did not last. But uh, 
This is a great fucking show, and I have watched a few episodes in the last month or so. Ah, there's just something brilliant about that man, and I can't, I don't know what it is, but I love him. I just, part, part, part of it is his delivery. It's that mm-hmm. dry, sometimes with a little bit of a stutter because it, like the nervousness of like like some yeah. of the things he doesn't want to say, and 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 the and the chemistry between him and Suzanne Plachette too. The wife and uh, Marsha Wallace from The Simpsons. Yes. Mrs. Krabappel, who is also dead now. Unfortunately. Uh, the, those two friends of... I forget their fucking names, but we'll talk about them. They are fucking weird. <laughs> you know what? That, that, that might be just a, com- a, uh, a common theme with Bob Newhart shows. <laughs> yeah. and I don't, When you think about Newhart. <laughs> we looked for Newhart streaming, but it's not. So you might have to get the DVDs of that to cover or something. Yeah. I'd, I'd be into it because that that was a great show, and one of the most clever endings of a sitcom ever. Newhart, yeah, end of Newhart, yeah. yeah, dude. Well, uh, I'm excited for Halloween, my friend. I'm gonna go watch me some Halloween 4Ks. Sweet. Even though I've seen these movies a billion gajillion fucking times, I never get sick of them. <laughs> Yeah, me, me. I haven't watched the uh, the movies uh, yet th- this uh, month, but what I've watched a few uh, episodes of um, Eli Roth has this uh, series. Like, oh yeah, you uh, told me about that. Yeah, the 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 uh, the, the like uh, not Masters of Horror, but history of horror. Is that what it was? Hi- history of horror. Yeah, the, the, this last episode wasn't the greatest one. It was a uh, uh, psychics. Oh, that the, there's a lot to that. You know, you have your Carrie with that you have scanners but it's all about movies it's not like yeah it's, it's movies not, it's not, not some uh, fucking TV. random psychic in south carolina that... no 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 <laughs> it's, it's it's not miss cleo it's it's not the psychic friends network i have it, a deck of miss cleo tarot cards there we go and I, I still love on uh, the, the daily show years ago where they asked to Dion warwick the psychic friends network uh folded D- didn't you guys see that coming <laughs> see that coming <laughs> I, we all said that when uh, was Sylvia Brown died. Well, she had to see that shit coming. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Well, if, if, if you like Sitcom My Face, please yeah, check out our uh, Twitter. Check out our Facebook. If you want to reach us, sitcommyface at gmail.com. Check out our bunghole. I mean, uh... <laughs> if, if you got a rubber glove, check out uh, Jay's Prostate. <laughs> I already had that checked. It's fine. Thank you. Oh, but why did you go for a second opinion? I don't understand. But um, <laughs> uh, and for for you, sir. Also, you have your Twitter channel, Bidwell Fog. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bidwell Fog. Yes, and if we've you're been playing listening... Back for Blood lately. Ah, shooting some zombies, zombos. Ah, zombie! It's like the, the uh, soundtrack by the uh, Cranberries, or what? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and for me, well, you're, you're if you're watching it right now, you know what freaking Twitch channel? No, I'm they on. could be watching on YouTube. Oh, that's true. So anyway, I'm Twitch.tv uh, slash Netnick one nine one. So I guess for for the show, I, I I've been Nick Franco. I have been Jay Bidwell, and we hope you'll. Sitcom, sitcom my, my face. face happy Goodbye, halloween everyone. friends happy halloween <laughs> <laughs>